And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Football Show. We're here to talk about four teams, not five. Unfortunately, Springfield, rest of the regular season was canceled, but we are going to talk a little bit about potential for postseason. But first, let me welcome our sports editor, Mr. Rob DeArman. Thank you, sir, for joining us on this Thursday afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Uh, Run around like crazy. Run around like crazy. All kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, so let's, you know, let's talk about all that. Uh, It it seems like COVID has started to rear its ugly head. Springfield was the first casualty, at least their season was, the end of their regular season. Um, But now, uh, you know, Scotlandville and Zachary having their own uh, sort of back and forth in that because of their contest two weeks ago. Uh, So it's it's mixed some things up, especially at the 5A level. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of interesting things going on to discuss in the show. But first, let's talk about last week's scores real quick. Again, Springfield is not playing, and they have decided for the rest of the season, correct? Right, and and don't know what this is going to do for the playoffs. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Athletic Association Executive Committee met earlier this week. Uh, they said you have to play at least four games to qualify for the playoffs. So Springfield has that. It's just going to be a matter of, of seeing what happens at the at the end of the season and where it shakes out. And again, you also said that if uh, you're you are a team that is in the postseason, but somebody you have some sort of COVID issue, you're out. That's correct. And the team that you play will move on. So uh, I, I talked to Spencer Harris, the principal at Springfield, who's a member of the executive committee, said when those brackets are set, they don't want to move them. They don't want to put more people in them. So what they just, he said, it's one of those unfortunate deals. It's part of the the, the, the process. Uh, it happened to a team in volleyball, made the playoffs. They had a COVID issue, so they kind of had to bow out, and the team they played moved on, and that's what they're going to do in football. So talking about these scores, uh, Live Oak 38, Denham 31, going to have some fun talking about that one. What that, a game. That was, that was a great game, just a great game. Central 35, Walker 28, another good one. And then Albany 63, Laranja 22. Big kind of grill off the back for the uh, for the Hornets over there. So we're going to talk about those things in a second. Uh, but do want to let people know, again, um, a lot going to be a lot of rescheduling. We're going to be talking about that in a second, uh, especially for Denim Walker and uh, Live Oak because Zachary Central, uh, I mean, excuse me, Zachary Scotlandville, both teams uh, having a bit of a COVID uh, lockdown issue. Uh, so first and foremost, let's start with, first let's talk about the Denim and Live Oak game. It needs to be discussed. Has to be discussed. Comes down to potential field goal, gets blocked, and run, and, and I, you know, you were there. Yeah. Take it away. Yeah. So here's what happens. Uh, at, at, and as I go through notes and I'm look, looking at it, Denim at, at one point, they turned twice by 14 points in this game, and they are able to come back. Uh, Live Oak went for it twice on fourth down, which they had a lot of success the week before against Walker on fourth down. Went for it twice. They didn't get it. Uh, you know, Denim gets the, the touchdown to tie it, and they go for it again on fourth down. Turn it over at their own 49, if I remember correctly. Denham hits a big class play. They're basically set up. Uh, I, if I wonder, if I remember correctly, don't have my notes in front of me. I think it was three straight incompletions. They go for the field goal attempt with uh, it's a thirty yard field goal, um, and they get a block. Uh, Michael Summers comes through, gets the block, and and I, I think if you see the picture in our print edition, uh, the ball is kind of over to the sideline, the Denham sideline, and uh, Will Andropont picked it up and ran it all the way back. Four point seconds left, and and Live Oak wins thirty eight thirty one. 
a wild finish. And I mean, you know, it, it was interesting. You kind of watch it develop on Twitter and just, uh, you know, all of a sudden that happens and you're like, whoa, what? how does that happen? That was literally, and, and you're trying to keep track of it and, and tweet it out and go, wait, wait a minute. I got to catch these people up on all of this stuff that just happened. And it's like blink of an eye type stuff. So I hope I did it justice. Um, but just, just being there, um, it's one of those things you go back and you talk to the coaches and, and it, you know, when I talk to Coach Beard, it's like, we're there. You're just not seeing it on the scoreboard. Right. You know, and then the, the other part is I, I you've got to ask Coach Westmoreland about going forward on fourth down, but that's what they've been doing all year long. He said, that's my faith in my kids. You know, we, we're either we're either going to get it or, or we're not. And that's just that's it. Cut and dry. Right. So, you know, both teams going to be, uh, I guess you can say, well, one team had to kind of pivot this week with some normalcy next week. Uh, Denim, a little bit of normalcy this week as well as Walker, but some craziness next week because they had to reschedule. So let's let's talk about this week first. You know, uh, Coach Beard saying we're there. It's just not showing up on the scoreboard. Well, they're going to have another, uh, you know, we're there test. It's another intra-Paris showdown. Denim and Walker is coming up tomorrow night. The, in in talking to these coaches, I, I talked to Coach Beard and Coach Mahaffey on Mondays, uh, just hours apart. And when I, you go talk to them about what's going on with both of their teams, it's 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 almost. I was laughing by the time I, I talked to Coach Mahaffey, kind of chuckling a little bit, because it's like carbon copies. They they're having the same type of issues. And when you ask them about, about the other team, you kind of look and go, Hey, wait a minute, are you talking about you or are you talking about them? Um, and it's some of the same stuff. Coach Mahaffey said they're seeing the same stuff with their guys. We're, you know, we're, we're there. You just don't see it on the scoreboard right now. Um, and he goes back to the central game. Uh, he said first half they had two, two turnovers in the red zone, which might have could, could have changed the complexion of that game. Central came out uh, and really in the third quarter and, and did really well against them. Uh, and that's where they kind of took the lead. And, and then Walker came back and got late score uh, there. But it's it's just the same type of deal. We're just looking for – and he, he said, you just keep going. And he said, it's kind of uh, wash, rinse, and repeat. And we, we want to try to stay on the same thing and try to get it going again. So this week, uh, both of those teams are going to be facing each other. Uh, you know, trying to uh, pull these things together that they've been – obviously, both experiencing little things here and there. Uh, well, I'd like to harken back, you know, just three or four weeks ago, we were talking about Denim facing real adversity all over the field. Uh, you know, and coach Beard said, we got problems, you know, maybe not necessarily in that language, but you know, they had problems. Whereas Walker has always been trying to find those little things to come together. Going to be interesting to see if, if both of these teams can pull it together, kind of like Denim and Live Oak did this past week. For another good football game, yeah, and and you know, Coach Mahaffey said it. We're 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 right there. We're kind of doing the same stuff, but I expect both teams to kind of show up and 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 give it their best, you know, because they they both want to see that win. Uh, and I I I didn't mention this, but uh, the win that Walker got over Broadmoor wound up being a forfeit. Uh, we had a little something on that, so that took a win away from them. They uh, had an ineligible player due to academics. So that's just something as I was going through looking at, at, at power rankings and stuff, some records were a little different. So I had to make a couple phone calls and figure that out. I don't want to get kind of harp on that, but that that's another issue that's been part of the season. But I mean, right now they just want to get to both of these things. They just want to see where the kids are. 
so they can see they see their success on the scoreboard, not just those little things that the coaches see when they go back and watch film. Right. So both of these teams are going to have that chance uh, this Friday. Is that at Denham or at Walker? Uh, that'll be at Denham. At Denham. Yes. Yes. So that's going to be that'll be a good game, especially if both teams can pull that together. Now, Live Oak, as we mentioned, you know, Denham gets a little normalcy this week. Going to have to pivot next week. They are playing St. Helena, correct? Who's that? Denham. In, uh, in next week. Right. That's correct. We we literally just found that out right before we we started recording this thing. Right. And Walker uh, is going to have to go to Pineville. Quite a quite a trek. Yes. yes. So that's that's all happening next week. But so again, this Friday, folks, Denham Walker showdown at Denham. Going to be a fun game. But both of those teams having to pivot a little bit. This week is the week that Live Oak has to pivot, but they are playing Pineville, so Walker might be able to get some film on them early. You can probably uh, bank on that, yeah. Yeah. So tell us, you know, tell us a little bit about what Coach uh, Westmoreland liked from the Denham game and what he would like to see his team do against Pineville. Just, just kind of seeing, you know, when I talked to Blaine, it was one of those things where we go in. I talked to him on Mondays as well, and he said within 30 minutes of me leaving campus, he got a call from Scotlandville saying. We've got an issue here. So immediately uh, they start going into to where they can, you know, try to figure it out. And he said his son had a, a junior high game in Hammond and he said, we're riding along. And he's in one of his assistant coaches and his wife. They're all on the phones trying to find open dates. And he said he literally went all night doing that and into the morning before they picked up Pineville. Um, it's one of those things you, you, you see what they were able to do well uh TJ McGee for a second straight game went over 100 yards rushing. And it's one of those things where, uh, you know, TJ came to him at the end of the Zachary game and he said, Hey, coach, you know, TJ was strictly playing defense. And, Hey, coach, give me the ball. Hey, coach, give me the ball. He said, Okay, let's, let's wait. So he said, We came out to practice the next week, let him run a couple plays and said, Okay, you're good. You, you, you can play a little running back too. So that's, like I said, two, two straight running, uh, two straight weeks that he's going over 100. Uh, that's been pretty solid for him. A lot of that ball control. Yes, correct, correct, and that's some something that you've seen out of out of Live Oak the entire year. Uh, and when they have passed the passed the ball, it's been effective, uh, effective enough to move the ball for them. So, so they'll be looking uh, again for those not quite the defensive show out. I think they'd want against Denham. You know, thirty-one points is still thirty-one points. Yeah. Yeah, and and like I said, I think we talked about it last week. What they were what they were doing heading into that, um, um, and I'll, I'll get some of that was, uh, and and I'll, I'll turn that to Denim too. Uh, you know, Reese Mooney came on and played quarterback, had a really good game for them. Uh, they were also able to run the ball, uh, but those are those are things both of those those teams look to build on. And, and right now, you've got to kind of turn on a dime. Uh, like I said, I go in there Monday, and, and we talk all about Scotlandville with. With Coach uh, Westmoreland, and then the next day, uh, I was I was out there for a, a signing, and I said, "I'll just come see you again while I'm on campus." And so we had to ch- kind of change the whole deal. But the thing, the thing that's interesting here is that they found out at about twelve thirty Tuesday that they had switched opponents. So by the time I got there, uh, they went out in you know basically helmets, helmet, shoulder pads, shorts. I think if I remember correctly. So. Because they really didn't have enough film to watch Pineville to where they could implement some stuff, so he said it might be a thing where if this going going to you know kind of lighter practice in the middle of the week, if it works out for us, 
and it, and it does well, we may keep doing it the rest of the year, you know, and it's just something that they, they felt like they had to do because they really, they had just gotten film on them and they hadn't had time to really break it down. Right. And, you know, with a year like this, I mean, keeping people healthy, keeping kids Absolutely. healthy, Absolutely. you know, whether it's COVID or an actual physical injury. It's and, and the, the strange thing. You don't want to say strange, but it's it's like you're not, you know, I don't want to say you're not really worried. You're more worried about getting COVID, I think, now than than those those really right <laughs> serious injuries. And you, you hate to say that, but I, I think that's where a lot of teams are right now. Well, serious injury is 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 isolated to that kid. You know, whereas COVID is a infectious disease, yeah. it can spread. So uh, that, that's a good point, you know, and, and, and it's going to be interesting to see how some of these teams handle this uh, heading into the end of the season. Of course, Albany having to deal with a pivot as well. Let's start first with the big grill off the back. Albany's had several great teams over the past couple of years. Laranja always seemed to have their number. This year, blowout, 63 to 21. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about what, Coach Mike Janice, what he liked about that game? The big, it, it, it seems like, and I, I told Mike, it seems like every week we're talking about, hey, let's play that. Let's try to put together that, don't want to say perfect, but that complete effort. And I think they got that uh, against LaRanja. When, when you look at it, they were a lot able to put together a lot of big plays, and, and they got a great defensive effort. Uh, limited, there was... Two touchdowns on Ronja actually scored. He said one was on a, a just a, a busted coverage for a big run. Uh, one of their touchdowns came on a strip score on a fumble. Um, but they, the big thing for me is they ran for over 400 yards. J.J. Uh, Doherty runs for over 100. Antonio Lopinto runs for over 100. Uh, Reese Wolf puts in 98. So you, that's three guys right there. And that's something, without a doubt, that was their best rushing performance of the year. And it's another wrinkle because they'd been throwing the ball most of the time. And he, he said, Coach Carmen Moore, their offensive coordinator, kind of looked at it. And uh, he said after the summer game, we kind of looked at it and said, hey, we need to focus on kind of running the ball a little bit. So he said, Coach Moore put together a good game plan and the kids went out and executed. That's what happened. So, Well, it definitely happened. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, so, you know, they're going to have to pivot a little bit. Got a little bit of a road trip to Bro Bridge. Uh, an interesting opponent. Uh, over there in the bayou, uh, well, not down there in the bayou. More, I guess you can say the the that's Cajun country, the, the River Flats, that's, if yeah, you will, the Delta. Um, you know, what do they know about Bro Bridge, if anything? Here's here's the the I guess the fun part. I literally I'm I was driving over here to to record this podcast, and and phone rang, and I looked down, and I saw Mike Janice on it, and I, I you know at this point, literally the the phone sitting right here. I don't know if you can see it, but that that's literally I got to have it right by me because. That's as quick as things are happening right now. You you got to be ready. So he called and he said, "Man, this is like the 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 most strange probably hour and a half I've had as a head football coach." Um. So I you know I didn't know if they were gonna cancel. He said, uh, "Okay, Bo Shane called us. They've got some COVID issues, so they had to cancel." I said, "What are you guys gonna do?" Well, we're gonna go play Bro Ridge now. So the plus for that is that Bo Shane and Bro Ridge are in the same district. So he already has a little bit of film on them. The other part of it is, is like, have you even had a chance to look? He said, well, you know, you, you look at the film, but at that time I'm looking at what Bo Shane is doing, you know, not necessarily focusing on what Bro Bridge is doing, but they have the film. So, you know, I asked him, I said, how do you, this quick, you know, we're told this is Thursday afternoon. Uh, we're talking probably 
what about an hour and a half ago, literally real time that I talked to Mike. And uh, he said, right now we're, we're just kind of going to kind of, you know, lean on what we know that we do well and try to focus on those things. So, I, you know, they did a lot of things well last week. So going to try to carry that momentum forward yes. with, without a whole lot of background. Yes. And, wh- you know, and, and when I talked to, to Mike on, on both Friday night and uh, earlier this week, it was it was about kind of putting a playoff mentality there for his team. Um, and just saying, hey, this is this is it. We're on that stretch run. He said, at this point, sometimes you can get to where you're you're a little, maybe not focused because you're not quite to the playoffs yet. But he goes, we want to have that focus right now to where when we go into the playoffs and we get there, we we know what to expect, and our guys have the right mental approach to what's happening. So I, you know, that it's going to be interesting to see how these teams handle. Because this is a little bit of adversity. I mean, and by yeah. a little, it's a lot. <laughs> by, by a little, and 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 it's not just it's not just these guys. It's happening all over the state. Just just all over the it. country. It's really. all over. I mean, it's not just here. So this is for these kids. And when I when I talked to Mike about it, he said we we made a concerted effort as a coaching staff to say if we had an opportunity to play somebody, we're gonna we're gonna go play just to give the kids the opportunity to to get as close to a normal season as they can right now. Uh, you know, he said, we, we don't want to sit around on, on Friday, sit at home when we know there's an opportunity to go play. And it's all, it's, he, they want to do it for the kids. He said, we said that from the get go as a coaching staff, we want to make sure we play. Well, and it looks like all three, uh, five A's are doing it as well. Unfortunately, Springfield, one of the teams that is facing a COVID problem, uh, touching base on them one last time. They are of course, uh, not playing this Friday, not playing next Friday. They do have the requisite amount of games to make the postseason if they get enough power points, if they determine they'll be eligible. So time's going to tell on that one. But unfortunately, Bulldogs are going to be sitting at home. Want to cover these um, real quick, these scores from last week, and then talk about some of the the pivoting we got going on here. Uh, Live Oak kind of pulls one away from Denham, 38-31 on that big last play. You great, talked about it. Great game. It's, it, it, when you talk to the, the, the players and the coaches, it's like, man, this is – and I, I said, guys, this is why I do what I do, and it's why you guys do what you do. I know that doesn't make Denham feel any better in a loss, but, I mean, it, it, it just a phenomenal high school football game on both sides. And then Central, uh, finding a way to stay away from Walker, 35-28. to Close game there. Uh and then Albany 63, Laranja 21, huge game for Albany and Coach Janice. You know, that's that's a big win over a program, kind of like Alabama and LSU that just had had their number for years. Yeah, yeah. And they just, like like I said, they kind of, kind of when uh, I, I texted Mike, I saw the score, I was like, wow. You know, and then when he when he, when he he told me, you know, some of the plays as we're going through it, I, you know, I'm just literally going, wow. He goes, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good show. And and it was it was a lot of guys getting involved too. So that was that was another part of the deal. It wasn't just you know this this handful of people. It was a lot of guys you, you hadn't heard their names uh, all year long, and they're they're getting uh, they're getting involved too. So so talking about these pivots real quick. Albany traveling to Bro Bridge. Excuse me, Ugh, a lot of B's there. You got it. Albany traveling to Bro Bridge this week. Uh, expected to face Hannon. Which is a district yes. foe. Yes, and 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 if you you look at things the way you know Hannon beat Sumner last week, um, so they've got it. So there's a possibility here if they come back and and everything works out to where Hannon gets a win. I, I, I 
there's a possibility, you know, that that could be for a a part a part a of, the district, of the district title. Uh, the district title, uh, and and uh, I think if I remember right, that's at Albany next week. Oh, big home game uh, coming up next week. So that's going to be. And, I, can, I can check and make sure right now before we. Uh, let's see. Let's make sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we keep the computer in front of us, folks. Hannon at Albany, yes. That's a big one. Yes. So Hannon will be at Albany. Big chance if Hannon uh, wins this Friday, that'll be first share of the district title. So it's going to be, uh, that'll be a big game. Uh, Live Oak, excuse me, will host Pineville this week, pivot. Yes. And then next week we'll play Central as long as all things stay yes. the way they are right now. And we have no more COVID. I don't wish it on anybody. I'm just hoping you, you cross your fingers and, and you know, you, you hope that's the game you get Friday, but this is like literally like I've talked to several coaches. You you can't plan ahead. You literally cannot plan ahead. Right. And this is, and now we're seeing it. Denim and Walker getting new experience or keep a little bit of normalcy this Friday. Uh, they will be playing each other at Denim Springs. However, Denim has St. Helena at home. So at least they get to keep that, but it is a, an unfamiliar foe. Uh, Walker will be at Pineville. So they're going to, they're going to travel that way. Uh, so, Keep your keep your eyes and ears on our Facebook page and our website. Uh, trying to keep an eye on what's going on with these teams, Mister Diarman over here, keeping up with it as best he can. I've, I've got to tip my hat to these coaches and and everybody for for keeping us abreast of of what's going on. Uh, I literally am am sitting. I'm sitting here with my phone. I'm texting all the time, calling all the time, and I just want to tip my hat to to the coaches that we're working with in terms of getting us this information so we can get it to you so you guys know what's going on. And again, you can always follow Rob on Twitter or check our Facebook page. Want to thank him for joining us. Appreciate it, sir. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. And one last time, my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us for the Livingston Parish football show. This is week seven, second to last week of the regular season. Uh, hopefully we're going to have some teams in the playoffs. We're going to see how how COVID uh, plays into that. Uh, but you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. And of course, we are online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We do hope you guys enjoy your Friday. Going to have some good football again. While a lot of these teams are pivoting, uh, but still have that last intra-pair showdown between Walker and Denham. So that should be fun. Also, uh, you know, Live Oak and Albany. Uh, we'll be facing some unfamiliar foes, but it should be some good football, especially since both teams uh, starting to pull it all together, performing at a high level. We do hope you guys enjoy these shows. Please share them, and we will see you next time.